what a time to be alive. Uh, hi, welcome back to an ep- another episode of Late Night Date Night, the podcast where once a week we force ourselves to talk to each other, even when it's the best of times and it's the worst of times. Tonight's one of the worst of times, uh, because right before this, uh, I got hacked. Uh, so really excited about that, big fan. Um, back to the podcast, the... <laughs> We both bring a topic to the topic to the I say it every week, a topic to the table uh, where we haven't previously talked about it at all, um, and that's pretty much it. If you want to be included in the conversation, you are more than welcome to jump on in there. We'll talk about the topics in between the two topics, so we'll be reading the comments in between. Yes. Or at the end, if you want to talk about the second topic. Uh, yeah. So let's get into it. You, I started last week, so it's your turn this week. She came up with this. What, 10, 15 minutes before the show? Of course, and back on part a, a few weeks ago. Um, okay, so with lack of preparedness, I came across a potential topic that I thought would be kind of interesting to talk about. Okay. Um, the question is, would you rather be... Okay, it's <laughs> just one question as we're playing that one game. Yeah, would you rather? Yeah. Uh, would you rather be 100% confident in who you are? Uh-huh. Or be 100% confident that you're with the right person? Um, okay. That's, that is an interesting question. Yeah. But I don't know how long it's going to talk because I have a very firm answer. Oh, you do? Yes. I'd rather 100% be confident in who I am. Really? Yeah, because if I know who I am, I think I'm going to find the right person. See, now, I'm firm on the other side of that. Only because I already... I'm not 100% sure of... Of me. Of myself. Because <laughs> I'm already really not sure about who I'm with, so... No, because I was thinking about... Like, I'm already... Um, like, because I think sometimes my anxiety makes me say and do things that as I'm saying and doing them, I go, this doesn't sound right, or this doesn't feel right, but mm-hmm. but I did them or I said them, so... I question, like, is that, like, an, a deeper part of me, or is that just my anxiety, or is that just a, a weird thing that came to light? Um, so, but I am, like, 100% confident in who I'm with, because mm-hmm. I think who you with, who you with. Because <laughs> I think who you with is think, also who you be. <laughs> <laughs> I think who you're with should help make you a better person. Mm-hmm. Uh, and vice versa. Um, so I think if you're 100% sure of who you are, it leaves little uh, room for growth in the relationship too. Because I think when you partner with somebody too, just innately, there's going to be changes. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of where I stand on it. So you 100% firmly are, you rather be sure of who you're with. Yeah. Who you with. It's, it's <laughs> like we can't, it, maybe it's your topic. Maybe that's what made us... <laughs> talk this way yeah maybe what did do yeah yeah so I'm 100% with I would rather be 100% sure of who I'm with because I know that um I know that I'm not sure about myself and I know that I'm going to change either opinions behaviors thoughts feelings whatever okay but I think those small changes that we all make through our entire lives that's not changing who you are that's not being not sure of yourself Yeah. You don't think so? No. <laughs> I just don't. I think, 
you know, those little changes or decisions that you make, though, could have huge impacts on uh, how you alter, like, your day-to-day or Mm -hmm. how you perceive certain things, which I think could innately change, like, uh, maybe, like, political views. Mm -hmm. Do you think political views are a reflection on a person's character? I think... I, I don't think it should be. I think a lot of people really do identify themselves by their political views. Mm-hmm. But I think that, like, everything should be a part of who you are. Nothing, no one thing should define you. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Okay, and I, I do have a follow-up question about the topic itself. Mm-hmm. When you say sure of who you... Because being sure of who you are is, is easy for me to wrap my brain around. Yeah. Being sure of who you're with, what does that entail? Well, for me, it's just um, stability, security, consistency. Uh, I, I know I could get that from my dentist. <laughs> I know that I can trust that you're never gonna uh, like betray my trust intentionally, mm-hmm. or you know, go on my back and 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 do hurtful or harmful things to the relationship. Um, so, like, I'm sh- I'm sure of. Oh, well, here's kind of a weird thing. I'm 100% sure of you being a good person. Okay, well, don't lie. <laughs> I mean, these people are watching and they want authenticity. <laughs> uh, yeah, did I answer your question? Okay, but here's the other thing. This is where I'm coming from on, on my perspective here. Mm-hmm. So, you could... I, I know we're, like, society tells us we need to be with a person. Yeah. But you could go your whole life, even if you're sure of yourself, you could live out your whole life and be happy. That's true. And you can't the- say the same thing if you're only sure of who you're with. And I mean, let's say you're a sugar baby. In that case, yeah, you're chilling. Yeah. And, you know, you should also strive to be 100% confident in who you are or sure of yourself and... and, and not having somebody in your life shouldn't have a negative impact on that either. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you don't need a person. Yeah. But, but if you're, you're, you're the one. Look, you're arguing for me here. No, I know. <laughs> like, I don't think I need a relationship, but it's uh, a really nice addition to my life. Mm-hmm. But with or without you, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'd still be always kind of questioning what kind of a person I am. I like these moments of thoughts. Yeah, but that, that means you should want your choice even more. Being 100% sure of who you are. I don't know if I'm ever... I don't know. Yeah, but you, that's the gift. It's a wizard who's telling you you could be 100% sure of who you are. Like, you're the one who set up this question. <laughs> Do we want to be 100% sure without the possibility of... Uh, like, what if the change is a good... Like, it, it would better us. Okay, I think maybe this is where we're interpreting your question differently. Yeah. Because I think knowing who you are still has room for change. Like, I've known who I am for a long time now. Like, if you know that you're a person who could do better, like, you know that about yourself, which always leads you to work harder or something, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I get that. I think, it, I think it goes down to, like, you know, the, the cornerstones of who you are. You know, we all have, like, you know, three or four things that really define us as a person. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm, I'm sure of those things about me. And lots of things have changed about me over the last ten years. Mm-hmm. But those have remained stable. Well, now I'm curious what those things are. 
Well, that's a topic for a different time. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, because I have to think about those things for myself. I feel like I have such a fluid personality sometimes. Okay, you say that, but let's give... We'll do one example. I'll give one of mine, and then I'll give what I think one of yours is. Okay. Okay? (laughs) Okay. Uh, I think one of mine is creativity. I think creativity plays a lot into my life. Uh Uh-huh. And I think that's going to always be, you know, a pillar in who I am. Okay. Uh... And, and things can change around that. I may change what kinds of things I'm, I'm into artistically, or but it's always going to be a pillar, right? Right. So for you, I think of one of the pillars of your personality is structure. You really like structure. Yeah. That's never changed, right? No, I don't think so. What do you mean you don't think? <laughs> well, I can't speak to like five-year-old me, but I'm sure, okay. it, I'm sure it was. But yeah, so that... Is is a cornerstone of your personality, and things change around that, but those aren't who you are. Huh. Okay. Well, that sums up my uh, my topic. <laughs> you want to talk about it more? I know. <laughs> I just don't know how much uh, deeper we can dig into that. Did I change your mind though? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> Good. So the summation of this is: it doesn't matter who you're with, as long as you know who you are. Gandhi said that. I suppose, I mean, to add more weight to your argument, uh, if you're 100% sure of who you are, uh, kind of puts a certain confidence on the relationship because you're going to be better at setting uh, clear boundaries of what you will and won't tolerate. Um, you're secure in who you are as a person, so there's probably less room for insecurities, certain types of insecurities. Uh-oh, what's happening? Does it sound better when you say it? Because the first thing I said when you brought this up is, if you know who you are, it's going to be easy to find someone to, to be with. All right, all right. Yeah, you're right. Good, I'm glad I won. This is a debate show now, and I'm here to win. <laughs> what do our listeners think? If you're listening, please comment. <laughs> please, someone. Help help build my argument. Yeah, there's, no, there's nothing to argue here. Hi! <laughs> Uh, all right. You want to move on, or you want to you want to desperately try to crawl back and and mean make it so it's actually an option instead of one being a very obvious winner here. <laughs> well, I was just trying to think of my original argument. A hundred percent sure of who you are, or hundred percent sure of your relationship. And what was my first argument? I'd rather be... Well, I think it's because we changed your definition of knowing who you are. Yeah. Because your main argument was that, you know, our personalities are so fluid. But I, I just wanted to always leave, leave room for growth for myself, but just know that I have, like, a stable, um, you know, supportive relationship that I can always turn to mm-hmm. when, I, when I'm not 100%, 100% about myself. And I think I have that now. Well, good. I think I chose See, that you answer. don't even you don't even you don't even uh, need it from the wizard because you already have it. <laughs> exactly. Well, there you go. <laughs> also, I want to know more about this wizard, but we can talk about that later. Okay. <laughs> All right. So honestly, I know this is usually your thing, uh-huh. but my topic is very similar. Of course. Uh, in in a in a broad way. Okay. Because it goes back to knowing who you are. Okay. And my topic this week is about authenticity. Okay. So earlier this week, <laughs> we were what. I steal all your jokes. I already know where this is going. What? I want to hear it. Oh, I was just going to say I already steal all your jokes, so... Oh. I was... Oh, no, no, no. It has nothing to do with that kind of authenticity. Oh, okay. Uh, it's about knowing who you are. 
And be comfortable and happy with who you are. Okay. So, remember, we were watching... uh, Well, no, we were talking about Beyblades this week. Yes. And uh, I had the realization that I've always been kind of a geek. Even with silly stuff like that, because I was in elementary school... And one thing that I remembered when we were talking about was that I had to sneak away from my, like, cool friends uh-huh. at lunch, not tell them where I was going, uh-huh. to go and play Beyblades with the other nerds. Right. And, you know, I've really grown into being very comfortable with who I am. Mm-hmm. Like, but there's still parts of me that I feel like I don't necessarily uh, offer up, like, even though I internally really geek out about things. Yeah. I don't necessarily offer it up still. You know, in my day-to-day. Yeah. Even though I think those are still really big parts of who I am. Yeah. But I think as time has gone by, I've gotten a lot more comfortable with those things. Like, you know, I'm not sneaking away from my friends to go get on a Star Wars forum now. Right. But I'm not not necessarily bringing it up to, you know, people who I don't necessarily think (coughs) who would bond over it. Yeah. I think you are good at reading a room, though. And I don't think you want to get people to feel like they need to pretend to be interested in something that you're probably pretty sure they're not going to be. Yeah. So my question is, what what are some things that uh, you feel like you have grown to be more authentic about through your life? And then what are some things that you still feel like you wish were more part of your life actively, your social life? Oh, that's a good question. That's hard. Um, I think... Partially because my my interests have always kind of been a work in progress. Mm. So I think it's kind of hard for me to like zero in on something that I, I can claim that I'm like really authentic about or honest and open about. It it probably have to be like animals. Like yeah, um, I feel like I have a pretty. Um, good knowledge base of, like, animal behavior. Were you ever secretive about that? Like, No, growing up? but, like, I feel like that's something that, like, a lot of people can identify with. I think animals are kind of a safe bet. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It, at, at, at work and around certain friends, I like, withhold, like, political views and stuff like that, because I know that we live in a pretty conservative area. And mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to give you one that I know for you. Okay. So, when you read the Fifty Shades of Grey books, <laughs> okay. were you actively telling people that you were doing that? Um, uh, I, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think I you did. You read with some weird people, huh? I did, yeah, because at the time... But do you feel shameful of it now? I do. Well, <laughs> I also didn't know what I was getting into when I first started reading the first book. Uh, okay. I didn't. <laughs> I heard a lot of, like, chatter about it, but nobody was really, You're like, like, it's a really the nice details. story. We read it oh because of gosh. the story. As I was reading the book, I felt shameful. Like, I felt like I couldn't read it while I was around other people. Well, yeah, that's weird. That's like someone watching, like, pornography on their phone on a train. <laughs> people do it, though. <laughs> there was, like, all these pictures going around for a while, people on airplanes or at subways, with, like, magazines over the book cover. But yeah, because they understand what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. It's not socially acceptable. Well, yeah. Well, and, you know, I have a book club now, and it's a group of ladies, and I feel like, I think all of us can probably very openly talk about 
reading Fifty. I don't know if they've all read Fifty Shades, but if we all did in this pretend world where they all have, uh-huh. I don't think any of us would feel shameful. We'd probably drink wine and laugh about it. So, are there like? Because I think you were thinking too broad. You're like, do I have any great passions that I keep hidden from the world? So, are there any little like microcosms of of things that you were into, like, you can't pretend you, like, if you read all of the books, you were into it. I was into it. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I, you know, book club in general, I keep kind of hush-hush. Uh, it's kind of like Fight Club, you know, we only talk to each other about it. Mm-hmm. We don't talk about it out in public. I think because I don't want to get that stereotype of just a group of girls who get together and drink wine and gossip, which is kind of mm-hmm. exactly what we do, but... The rest of the world doesn't need... We don't need to confirm their stereotypes. Okay, got it. <laughs> uh, I just don't do very much is the problem. So what about... Uh, <laughs> I, I have lots for you. Oh, you, uh, you do? Okay, good. Uh, what about your, uh, your <laughs> trailer building club? Would you actually talk about that with your friends? About how you <laughs> post on the forums and you get literal endorphins when, when they respond to your posts about the trailer? <laughs> Uh, you're right. No, I don't talk about that. <laughs> but it's because I don't think that they would care. I don't think they'd be interested. Um, okay, but that's the thing. It's, is it about them not being interested or them thinking you're extra? Um, gosh, I'm, they already think I'm pretty extra or, mm-hmm. uh, so it would fit the character type for me, for sure, mm-hmm. if I leaned into it. Maybe I'm trying to stop living up to that expectation for people. Because <laughs> there's been, a, there, like, as many things that have been, you know, I mean, look, I don't go around telling people I'm building full-on uh, Mandalorian <laughs> off, uh, uh, armor for a Star Wars, uh, you know, fan club, essentially. Uh-huh. Um... But there's been, like, things in my life that you have bled into the mainstream, which have been really interesting. Like, look, my version of Fifty Shades of Grey, I was really into Twilight growing up. Mm-hmm. And that was fine to talk about. But now I have such deep-rooted shame about, about you know, you know, 15-year-old me having that passion. It's been over 10 years. I could let it go. I'm always kind of, like, actively trying to seek out people that I can, uh, like, kind of nerd out with. In a little bit, so uh, I told you about my one coworker. Um, he was talking about a new, oh, what are they called? Uh, video card for PC that's coming out. Uh-huh. And he was explaining it to me, and the price for quality uh-huh. is incredible comparatively to other products before in the past. Uh-huh. And I feel like I'm probably the only person at work that he can talk to about that. Even uh-huh. though I, ha- I don't have all, like, a lot of knowledge about computers, but he knows uh-huh. that I can at least appreciate the value of having like a good quality PC. PC, yeah. yeah. And, um, and in return, I talked to him about like uh, some of the, the comic shows that we've been watching you know, with, with DC and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't watched a lot of them, but he's familiar with them. And so it's like a, a mutual nerd session, even though the topics are different, we don't really know a lot about each other's topics, but it's like a safe space to do that. Mm-hmm. So I think it's it's good to seek those people out, um, yeah, if available to you. So there's nothing you can think of. Uh, I have a weird t-shirt fetish. No, 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 no. That's just, you're a hoarder. That's not, that's not being t-shirts. a fan. But again, I only wear like five of them. Uh, 
So it brings us. I'm gonna reel us back, back in. Yeah, yeah. So bringing us back to authenticity. I found that I'm a lot happier now that I've fully embraced, like, being a geek. Like, yeah. Like, you know, nerding out about things yeah. and like really liking things. Like, uh, I'll I'll talk to a coworker that I know also watches anime. I'll tell him about some of the good animes we've watched. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I don't feel like, and it doesn't feel shameful mm-hmm. anymore. And I feel happier about it. Good. Um, so have you found that like so in your your uh, your trailer support group, uh, <laughs> trailers anonymous, if you will, uh, you clearly are also feeling that like because I don't want to talk about the trailer. I don't even want to look at the trailer until it's done. Yeah. Uh, it's it's fun until somebody has like a strong opinion about something. Like, it's fun to discuss things, like... Excuse me, who... What kind of strong opinion do these people have about trailers? There was this guy... Okay, so we used that, uh... I know you're gonna zone out right now, but we used that marine-grade beading at the floorboard. It's just a nice little finish, whatever. Uh And I put it out there as just, like, a... Hey, if you guys are interested, check this out. It was really cheap, and it looks really nice on the inside. It's just Uh kind of like a finish. And somebody put... That stuff isn't gonna work as good as this other product. Uh-huh. And I thought, what a weird stance to take on on what to use. Is that the whole interaction? It, yeah, but it came out so, like... Like, I don't think... I, I don't Maybe know. Maybe he's selling that product. It, you're, you're actually taking his customers, <laughs> and he's freaking pissed about it. It's just kind of, like, weird to go onto a group where everybody's, like, excited about their projects, and they're building something, and they're like, hey, look at this cool thing I found. Oh, that is cool. I'm using this because I think this is cool, blah, blah, And he was just straight out, like... You shouldn't use that. That's the wrong thing to use. You should be using this. I was like... And you go, um, excuse me, my uh, partner on this project is a freaking engineer. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I guess I kind of did ask for their opinion, though. I, I don't know. So I, I opened myself up for that. But So, okay, when you when you pitched that, I thought it was going to be way more exciting. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then he told me to go so at myself and... <laughs> It's subtle things like that, though, where, you know, the conversation... And that's just one example. I'm sure you have examples, too. If you think it's going to be a fun conversation, lighthearted, and then somebody comes out hot with, like, this, this strong aversion to something, and you're like, whoa, who invited you to this party? Yeah. You're not wanted. Yeah, no one wants them Nobody here. wants your strong opinions. Uh, but I do um, feel pretty comfortable, probably too comfortable sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, like I think boundaries sometimes I need to remind myself like in a work setting that like it's probably not always appropriate to talk about certain things <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah so I, I don't know I think uh, you were way ahead of your time though I think that uh, <laughs> yep. the world has really kind of co- come into geek- geekdom you say that but Every time the world steps up a little bit, I also step up a little bit. You know, when everyone's like, yeah, the Marvel movies are cool now, I'm like, I'm building armor. <laughs> like, I, I have to stay above, like, like it's it's giving me, it's moving my bar. Yeah. So it's going like, oh, like, this is appropriate now, so I could be a little bit weirder. You know, I think if people are going to be judgy about the the specifics of it, those are, those are probably not good people to have around anyway. I think even if somebody goes... You know, not really my cup of tea. I don't really understand it. I don't have really any interest in it. But they can see that you are actively pursuing something that makes you happy. That is going to be a hands-on project that gets you off of social media and you know off the couch, away from the TV. Mm-hmm. Like I think people, decent people, can at least value the effort you're putting into a project. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Also, like, people, like, getting excited and talking about things they're passionate about makes me excited about whatever they're excited about. Like, it really moves me. I just bought a Warhammer kill team because someone so passionately for freaking half an hour (laughs) talked about how much fun it is. I'm like, oh, I also will have fun. Yeah. I think it's a contagious feeling where you're like, wow, somebody feels so good about this. I want to feel that good about something. I want to feel good about something. <laughs> I just want to feel good, I man. just want to feel something. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you you either get sucked into exactly that same thing or, you you know, you find something yeah, that something works that you. Yeah, something that you could also freaking lose your mind over. Yeah, absolutely. Should we go to the comments? Yeah. All right. Uh Authenticity is one of the most wonderful things about being old. After turning 60, you really don't care what anyone thinks about me. I love that. <laughs> I love that too. But here's the thing. I think people need to start adopting it now. Yeah. I, you should feel that way your whole life. How, how does one... It, Mom, do you think it's something that you just... It's like a... I don't like a milestone that comes with age or do you think there's any advice you could give to encourage young ones like ourselves to care less about other people's opinions? I think it's a training thing. Like we, you gotta train yourself to, to do that. I think, cause I think I've gotten to the point where I like don't care what people think about me unless it's people I genuinely care about. Yeah. So like what? One, maybe six people. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it's weird because, again, you know, my professional and personal life, are, I feel like I have, like, split personality because when I'm at work, I don't care at all until, like, I've said something that's gone too far and mm-hmm. I get, like, an inverse reaction and then all of a sudden I care and uh-huh. I want to, like, backpedal and, like, not, yeah, kind of apologize, be like, ooh, I overstepped, I'm sorry, you know. But in my personal life, I think I tread lightly to an extent where I don't need to, like, I don't know, maybe that's just a confidence... I think you do care a lot at work. Yeah. Yeah. That's why people... Because that's what... Uh, advice I've always given you is that if it's someone you don't necessarily care about their... Like, if you don't think they're a good person, mm-hmm. you shouldn't let their their uh, opinion of you bother you. Because if it's someone who you could care less about, who cares what they think about you? And I think that's something I think you're actively working on, right? Yeah, definitely. But you care. I care about, like, relationships, uh, professional relationships, as far as they could harm me professionally. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I never want to shoot myself in the foot where I limit my opportunity for growth or promotion or anything like that. Yeah. So. Well, okay, but look, the person you sass the most is your boss. That guy has the most... <laughs> Clout no. when it comes to... He's kind of like a lame duck president. Like, I don't think he's actually ever going to have much say, <laughs> even over his own staff. But it's... Well, that's good to know. His boss and the people around him that I want to impress. That's a process. That's true, yeah. <laughs> the careers do depend on what some people think about us. Careers um, depend on what some people... Oh, that's true, too. But it's... Uh, that's where I, I think it's important to be selective. I think I think you... I think because you're a caring person, you do genuinely care. You want most people to like you, I think. Yeah. Um, and and I think I think that has made it so you really want to be gentle with people. And I think there's some people you could be not gentle with. They're not nice. And if they're not nice to you, I, I will end them. <laughs> That's true. 
Maybe in some situations we have to temper our authenticity. <laughs> I think, I think this is a mom speaking to me directly because I've, I've talked to her about some things that I may have said to my boss. And yeah. <laughs> That's the person. You see, I agree. That's the one person I think maybe you should uh, temper down your authenticity there. <sighs> if you guys knew him. And I mean, look, I get it. I've had, I've had bad supervisor after bad supervisor. Considering I'm this, you know, caring person who cares a lot of, about what people think. What does that say about him that I don't care what he thinks? I think you're a loose cannon, living <laughs> on the edge. <laughs> you, you like feeling you, you you like walking on razor blades. You like feeling spicy. Uh, oh man, yeah. I I um thinking about the idea of of tempering our authenticity. It's true because like in an interview, that's like the best performance ever, right? Where we're trying to blend. Uh, you know, genuine intelligence, genuine personality, but also only give them, like, the best version of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Am I supposed to, like, maintain that persona at work every day in my life? No. Are you sure? Honestly, <laughs> I feel like I just get better the, the longer I've been at a place. But that's because of my... my <laughs> I get really uh, nervous, so way more stuttering in job interviews. And then I don't stutter at all after that. So uh, <laughs> I'm just... I'm like a fine wine getting better with each and every day. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, you're a grower. I think I'm a shower. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, that's good. Because, look, I think you're more confident than... Almost everyone on the planet. Thank you. So I think it's good that you really do well in interviews because then you're going to actually get to fulfill the role well. I think a lot of people have that same ability you do, but then have no backup. Like, yeah. the good news is you're good at what you do, anything you put your, your you know mind and heart to. Thank you. Oh, this is not at least compliment hour. I gotta take it back. I'm feeling... I'm feeling Tell uh, me more. Okay. And then with that, we end the show. <laughs> is there anything else you want to say to wrap it up? Um... Oh, what was, like, the sum up... Uh, like message you have to leave about authenticity. I think it's that I think we should all strive to be as authentic as possible in a safe way. You know, like don't jeopardize your job, but you know, if your friend, if your friends make fun of you for the things you care about, they're not your friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't need to participate in it, but they shouldn't give you a hard time about it. Uh, it that, that's the thing. Like you should be able to love the things you love. Mm-hmm. Within reason, I'm not. I'm not condoning any uh, horrible behaviors. Right. Uh, but yeah, I think you should love what you love and feel good about loving it, and don't let other people determine how you go about your day to day. Yeah, and if you're worried about attracting the right people, you shouldn't be. That the right people will be well, attracted. Yeah, they'll to, find you. Yeah, they'll find you. Yeah. yeah, I love it. If you build it, they, they will come. come. And uh, on that note. <laughs> Uh, chilling. So uh, to, to wrap it up, I'm. We'll see if my account uh, gets returned to me because I can't play any video games right now because I got freaking hacked. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, typically, I'm streaming Monday. I'm, I think I'm cutting out Sunday. So Mondays, Fridays, Wednesdays, the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, typically, new videos on on Wednesdays. My hard drive broke today. It's been a bad day. It's been rough. Uh, yeah. But yeah, um, we have a moderately famous cat. We have a moderately famous cat. Follow him on TikTok. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm going to continue to be uh, so jealous of him. He's killing it. All right. Uh, bye. Bye.